Howdy doody everyone and welcome back to another homebrewed podcast. I don't even really know why we say who it's with because you click on who it's with before we tell you. Well, but it's thorough. No one can um, sue us It's for not including Maybe you want to know the pronunciation. Times, which is a law of podcast. It is a law. Uh, we chat to Edie on this edition of the podcast. Uh, yet another Talented artist coming out of Perth. Yeah, there is something going on over there. And we actually know what it is and we do cover it in the interview. <laughs> We've covered it in previous interviews too, but it is still very refreshing and nice uh, to see so many cool artists coming out um, and getting their chance via Perth and that scene. It just sounds like it's in such a healthy shape. So listen on to hear about that. We also chat Edie, who is a relatively new artist, uh, a couple of singles out. We chat about how it's been so far, the latest one, Front Row, which has has only just been released, music videos, and a whole bunch in between. And she drops, I don't know if it's an exclusive or not, but she does tell us which celebrity has inspired that track. She also tells us about her fan fiction and just sort of a creative background that she's sort of just grown up being this wonderfully creative person, which I'm incredibly jealous of. Yeah, it is. It's very cool to hear about these childhoods where they're just coming up with all this cool stuff. and um, Just geniuses I, at a young I, age. I came up with some stuff, but I wasn't quite on that level, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my was a bit different. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, to listen on to someone who was creative and good at it in their childhood, uh, you will hear some of us. It's not us. It is Edie. Uh, please, enjoy, please do enjoy our chat. So this project's kind of new. So and and, and you're newish to homebrew. We came about last year, middle of last year ish. Two singles released so far. So to us and to anyone out there who isn't totally familiar with you, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your musical journey until this point. Well, my name is Edie and I guess I started really committing to music last year. I studied it a few years back and kind of when COVID hit and everything it put me on a little bit of a break and I'm kind of grateful for it because it got me to kind of work out my sound and what I wanted so I'm really excited to finally be recording and I'm keen to start some live stuff soon this year that's a big goal my sounds kind of pop rock indie a little bit of punk yeah it's really fun I just want to make music that I don't know, it's fun and gets people to dance, really. And is that sort of the music that you enjoy and listen to and that's sort of what you want to recreate? Because we spoke to Alex Leahy last, well, a couple of weeks ago and she's more, like, the music she makes isn't necessarily, like, she has more of a jazz background in history and that's what she studied. Is that sort of the music that you enjoy listening to and you also want to make or is it a bit of a separation in what you listen to and the music you create? I'd say it's pretty similar. I do listen to a lot of pop and rock and try and put that in my own music. I guess I listen to a lot of kind of electronic hyper pop stuff as well, which I wouldn't say is is an influence of mine, but maybe it is and I just don't know and that's what people can hear. But uh, yeah, I definitely think I listen to similar music that I make. We just haven't seen the electronic hyper pop influence yet, but there's still time to squeeze it in. Maybe, yes. Um, and, and as I said, this project was only launched kind of last year, as, as you said as well. How have things been since you launched this particular project? How's the response been and, and how have you felt about it all? 
Yeah, I've had a really good response in Perth, like at least, and people seem to really enjoy it and are keen to hear new stuff, which is also kind of puts a little bit of pressure on you to keep creating (laughs) things that are better and keep going. But it's good. I need a little bit of a push sometimes, otherwise I'll just sit here and do nothing. (laughs) So you mentioned from Perth and we've spoken to quite a few Perth artists, particularly sort of during the COVID period, and they sort of said how that impacted the scene over in Perth. They were saying that because international acts and also interstate acts couldn't really travel into the state that we saw sort of more bands on the emerging side actually get to play at bigger venues and be support slots for some of your bigger bands like your psychedelic porn crumpets they actually had a chance to to support them as opposed to perhaps another band from a different state coming into support and as such we've seen such a massive response from the Perth musicians over there and they just seem to be flooding out right now and just really creating awesome music and being recognised for it. I know you've only been in the scene for about a year or so, but what's your experience been like over there in Perth? I love Perth music and that's kind of like my social life is going to live gigs here and I think there's just so much talent here. And I did notice out of COVID as well, so many more acts uh, were being discovered And there was this kind of like rough bit, you know, six months to a year where we couldn't, you know, it was quite hard to go to gigs and stuff. Some of my favourite artists are from Perth and like some of my closest friends. And it's just really cool to see like uh, people get the recognition that, you know, they deserve and they've worked really hard for. And from Perth, it's just like, cool. It's like, oh, that's my home. And yeah. It's just really cool. It's almost like its own little sort of music community. And I don't know whether it's a feeling of, you know, because we're on the other side of the country compared to perhaps more of the mainstream or, you know, artists who might get more recognition. It's like, hey, we need to sort of lift ourselves up within our own community so everyone can get recognised. We sort of have a similar thing here on the Central Coast where we feel like everyone knows everyone, everyone's supportive of everyone as opposed to maybe some of your biggest cities where they're sort of competing and trying to step on each other. Yeah, no, exactly. I have never felt like it's a competition or something, like you'd say. Like, yeah, I've just always felt so supported by, like, fellow musicians here rather than see them as kind of a threat or a, I don't know, like an enemy or something that we're both trying to reach the same thing. Everyone's just so, yeah, I don't know another word for supportive, but it's just, yeah, supportive. Supportive squared. Um, (laughs) Has has the kind of momentum continued post-COVID and and now that we have like international artists returning and touring Australia and you have, you know, big events from the other side of the country still going over there so that those windows mightn't be as open as they were for the smaller bands to get into those slots. But I imagine that the momentum that was built in that time has continued on or or has it felt like things have slowed down a bit since those bigger acts have, have kind of started to tour again? I haven't felt like it's slowed down. I think lots of my friends and bands have been getting lots of really cool opportunities. One of my um, best friends, Siobhan Cochin, I don't know if you've heard, but she yeah, like played her yeah. on the show a few times. Yeah, yeah, she's like one of my best friends, and she recently yeah played at Laneway and stuff, which was just so awesome. And she's been getting like so many cool opportunities, like post COVID, I guess. Yeah, and even though all these big acts are coming, I still think people are appreciating art more, especially after COVID and, you know, you see that everyone's absorbing art during that time and music because we have nothing else to do in lockdown. So I think people have this new kind of appreciation for live gigs and music. Yeah, I I can definitely 
attest to the fact that I still stand there at live shows and I'm like, man, we didn't have this for two years. This is sick. <laughs> so it is really good to, to be back. And you have a new single out. It's called Front Row. We've been playing it on the show a little bit for the last couple of weeks, I think. Tell us a little bit about this track because it's entertaining. It's funny. I was watching the music video before, which was so beautifully produced and filmed. But I have to lead with, is it about Harry Styles? Mm. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was going to deny it, but <laughs> yes, it is basically just about convincing yourself that someone like that or a celebrity would yeah, fall in love with you even though they don't know who you are. And it's something that it was a very popular kind of trope, I guess, in lots of fan fiction. I'm assuming maybe you didn't read fan fiction growing up. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it was this kind of, common story that you'd be at a gig and they'd notice you and then you'd fall in love the end that was the story (laughs) and uh yeah I think it influenced me a lot fan fiction and so yeah I wrote this song about that kind of scenario um and the music video was super fun to make as well just seeing that whole my whole concept kind of come to life yeah I'm so happy with it and everything nothing wrong with fan fiction one of the biggest the book series one of the biggest of all time, Fifty Shades of Grey, I believe, is Twilight fan fiction. So yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was based on Twilight. Fan I did not know that. That's I don't know. Yeah. Might not be accurate, but that's what I've heard quite yeah. a bit. So you know, fan fiction. It's inspired this track as well. Harry Styles as well in the country at the moment as well. Uh, uh, is he travelling to Perth? Yeah, he was here last week. So I went to that gig. That was. That was very fun. That's cool. You just need to like, like make a paper airplane with a link to that song and, <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. and, <laughs> and flick it his way. Uh, about the music video as well, tell us a little bit about that process because it was like really, really well filmed, produced. You seemingly had a fair cast involved, particularly for the crowd scenes. So how does that go from an idea in your head to what we see out there on YouTube now? And by the way, if you want to watch it, just punch in ED front row onto YouTube and you should get that come up with the first couple of results. But yeah, tell us about the kind of process for that video. I kind of hadn't even written the song. I kind of came up with the actual music video idea before I wrote the song. So had this big brainstorm, kind of classic, you know, just colours and everything on a piece of paper and then, yeah, wrote the song and brought it to a director, Steph, who was amazing. Um, And she was just completely on the same page. Both had read fan fiction, both understood what we wanted. And literally a month later we started filming and we filmed in a bar in Fremantle and just put out like a casting kind of call for extras and managed to get like a lot and casting call for kind of the lead man the Harry and yeah and then we kind of well you have to watch the video I don't want to give spoilers but (laughs) there's a little little plot twist at the end that's that was quite fun to make as well so yeah not everything's as it seems it's kind of like a retelling of the classic kind of boy meets girl love story thing little twist it was so much fun to make and uh my whole childhood I used to create little music videos all the time with my best friend and just to see one of my ideas actually on like a kind of bigger scale with great production and lighting was just yeah it was sick so you've all you said you just then you've been sort of making movies with a childhood friend you've read fan fiction have you written any fan fiction oh (laughs) 
I did I did write some fan fiction. That's okay. So you've written fan fiction. You're also making music. So you're obviously a very creative person. Has that been in you from a very young age or has it sort of, I don't know, developed later on through friendships or has that just been your upbringing? Uh, I think I've always been pretty creative from a young age. I had a very wacky imagination as a kid and would always make up weird songs and dances and, you know, concerts for my family. And, you know, I, I feel like I'm quite shy in person, but then when you get to know me, you're kind of like, oh, <laughs> I, don't know. I was very like a drama theatre kid. So I've always been creative and it's always something I've wanted to do. And I've always wanted to kind of with my music be in control a bit of the visual side and the video side and because I'm into like all kind of forms of art, I guess. And I, always, I have always wanted to kind of use my own ideas in my own music and have a bit of control over it. So your new single, Front Row, which we will hear play on in a little bit, inspired by Harry Styles. Uh, you've also the other one, Blame Me, which we came in off. So a couple of single releases so far. Are we going to see a bigger body of work perhaps by the end of the year or just a few more singles? What sort of planned and also touring-wise, what have you got lined up? Thinking you'll see a few singles this year and hopefully next year early, maybe an EP. That um, That's kind of the next goal I'm working towards and then tour wise no tours like nationwide but keen to yeah start my live this year that's a big goal of mine so a couple singles and live music that's what Harry Styles might need an emergency support act so exactly <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got all that to look forward to. I mean, you, you're producing art in so many forms. I can only imagine that it would um, naturally spread over to what a, a live show from Edie would look like. So there is a whole bunch to look forward to. Um, Edie, we are going to hit play right now on your latest. It is called Front Row. Listeners now have great context to this song when they listen through. But what you can't see via radio is a video clip. So do check that one out on YouTube um, if you can and if you want. Uh, but Edie, thank you so much for coming on to Homebrew. Thank you so much for having me. Wonderful. Sweet. Thank well, you. Um, before we let you go, can we just grab an ID from you? An ID. So That's something fine. like, hey, it's Edie, I'm from Perth, and you're listening to Homebrewed. Okay, yeah. Cool. It's so funny. We have like <laughs> four different titles for that thing and we say it to like different artists and then some like, before you finish explaining it are like, yeah, okay, no worries. And then others are like, what's that? And then they have a different term for it and then others don't know it all. So we never know how to lead with the ID thing. I don't know. I either. thought you were just like you wanted to actually see my ID. Can like, <laughs> I just get a copy of your driver's <laughs> license, please? Like, oh, Passport yeah. number. <laughs> just need to verify that we've spoken to the right person for yeah. the interview. That's yeah. all. <laughs> There's no okay. perfect. Well, I never know what it is. <laughs> if someone else <laughs> asks you for it, you're at the, at the bar. Can I see your ID? Yep. Hey, it's Edie. Yeah. I'm from Perth. There's plenty of options then. But um, Edie, thanks heaps for chatting to us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. That was good.